Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. I'm so sorry, I didn't get to turn on the audio. <laughs> also, so that's great. The things started tracking immediately and went to chorus. I'm trying to do. Oh, God, no. That. Uh, it should be the thing is already up there. Um, the motion control or whatever. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Hold on. Joy. I'm so sorry. Hold on. I, I'm going to see if that finger's broken. <laughs> oh, no! No, you come back. <laughs> what did you just drop? Nothing. You dropped I, my bird, didn't you? I dropped nothing. You dropped the bird. I, I dropped nothing. That was going to be like my shout out for the show, by the way. Oh, there we go. Uh, hi. How are we doing over there, Cass? We're doing incredibly poorly. We're, we're, we're doing <laughs> a little bit of Jason in the shot. Um, I, I, as you can see, I'm very strong. What? Turning on, off the tracking, and it keeps turning back on. I don't know why. <laughs> Please stop looking at the camera. I got it. I got know. it. You got it. It's better now. I like to. Pause I'm gonna have to take your word for it. I'm gonna try to monitor the stream now. <laughs> <laughs> she's been out of practice she has totally been out of practice you know so. what if it's it's not an scns live live stream unless chaos happens yeah, i think so. i screwed up like show zero i'm pretty sure so anyway i mean it's I whatever or did i perfect <laughs> i can like i can like see stuff now so including our chat oh look i'm way over here on the corner why am i all the way over there I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I mentioned. I, I forgot to mention the last person from our cast behind the board, working the cameras, the sound, and all the other things. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Cass back there. I'm about to manually turn that camera. You are. You are. You're doing She's doing her best. You are doing a beautiful job. Anyway, uh been a been a pretty good week for uh yeah. shows and stuff. Bad bad there's just too much TV now. I'll, off your recommendation, I watched the Junji Ito show. Hit or miss, hit or miss, but I did like it. Yep. I liked some of them. So. Yeah, which that's just going to happen with horror in general. Like we um, we were talking about this before the show. With any kind of anthology, not all of the stories are going to be hits. Mm -hmm. But there is still good Within the ones you think, with I know you're just happy that it actually. Got I'm I'm happy that it was that I could watch any part of it and not hate it. But the 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 main dish that was served this week was episode two of The Last of Us, guys. <laughs> For the Last of Us fans here in the room, <laughs> I, I like Cass's explanation of what she didn't do. Go ahead. I uh, yeah, I said well, I didn't cry this week. <laughs> You didn't cry at this episode of this TV show this week, right? <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's clarify. First of all, it's really rude. <laughs> um, no, I did not cry at the episode of The um, I did almost pee my pants, but that's a different fluid and doesn't count. That's a no, that's what? <laughs> I, uh... I I realize that I still have uh, problems with the sound of the clicker. Visceral reaction. Yeah. Yes, there was an audible reaction, and I, and also stop moving and shut up. Just like, <laughs> oh yeah. man, yeah, uh, perfectly represented, and also them going more into the backstory of this whole thing with the part of the beginning, more on how the world died. You know, yeah. oh my goodness, that the scientists. She was so good. She was so good. She was so interesting. Um, I will say, I do think I've witnessed now the worst kiss on television. Oh, oh, oh. I'm not, not a fan. Yeah, not so much. I was with them on the, the lighter thing, though. I was with the, their timing and that tension of like trying to light that lighter. It was so good. So yeah. dope. So, yeah. Love in a tour in anything if I've ever seen it. Well, you mean loved. So we all played the game. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't play the game. I'm not watching the okay, show. Okay, this game is tragedy. That's I mean, this show yeah. is tragedy. That's all you gotta know. Anyway, but, so yeah, some great stuff 
on TV this week. I was going to point out, if you do enjoy The Last of Us, you should go to Google and Google search <sighs> The Last of Us and click on the little mushroom at the bottom and just keep clicking that mushroom. Just I could not. I, I wore out a mouse. Yeah. It's so cool. Because also I was expecting a jump scare. Yeah, I, I kind of was too, which is why I'm glad I did it all. I'm like, it's going to turn into a clicker. It's going to turn into a clicker because I'm clicking the mouse. And it never happened. And I was a little disappointed. Well, it's because you're the clicker. Isn't that cool? <laughs> so, I'm gonna try to move on with that knowledge and visual picture in my head. First three episodes of Vox Machina was dope. Oh yeah, uh, the ending of it was hard, even if you knew it was going to go down that way. Yeah, these stories that we know what's going to happen, but it's all in the presentation. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they've been nailing it. But um, yeah, and I've got some box marking news on that. Well, some critical role news. But anyway, let's go ahead and kick this thing off with some super cool nerd news. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Are we going to go first? Did you want me to go first? I could have. Hi. <laughs> well, the camera's going to go to Cora anyway. So. <laughs> cool. Anyway. So I'm going to take all the millennials back a little bit. Because you youngins, you're, you're too young to know the greatness that was the Nintendo 64's GoldenEye 007. I, I'm I'm saying all of that slightly bitter, not because I lost two-player mode with my sister all the time. Totally not. Um, <clears throat> but it is finally coming to Nintendo Switch Online, the Nintendo 64-like expansion pack thingy. We're going to finally get to play it. You can still do in-person split-screen uh, 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 multiplayer mode, but also it's going to be coming with something new, and that is online multiplayer mode. So, Jason, you and I can go toe-to-toe in GoldenEye 007 from different houses. I'm not fi- I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't want to... Oh, why are you going to gin me up for it like that? <laughs> because I know you'll beat me. <laughs> That's like... I don't need you in Discord laughing. Murder until she quits. <laughs> I don't need you in Discord laughing at my pain as I die for a third time in a row. Yeah. Yeah, because you ever seen like One Punch Man when King's playing, playing Saitama? Yeah, that 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 right there. Yeah, exactly. You, you Saitama. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, and I might get punched for making fun of her. Yeah, but it's gonna finally come over. We've been Amazing. waiting for it. It will also be available on Xbox, um, on their Game Pass, as well. Oh yeah. So if you don't have an Nintendo Switch but you have an Xbox, you can play it that way too. I believe it'll still have the multiplayer mode, like in person and online. So, something we didn't think we were actually going to get, we finally got. Did they fix the odd job thing where odd I, job is the worst character? Probably not. They probably Cheaters. just. I'm going to assume they just ported it over and just like fixed oh, it up. Well, for multiplayer. if you pick odd job, you're scum. Yeah. You heard me. I don't even remember who I used to pick, but I do know that my sister and I played on the same map every time, and I knew how to hide and how to find her because I watched her screen. Did I? Wow. Wow. And you still watched all the time. She cheated in in other ways, so, like, I feel justified. Did you fix fix the part where I get wrecked every single time? Oh, no, that's still there. That's not a bug. That's a feature. Okay, but more games with, like, split screen or any kind of legit two-player options. There's not enough of those. Yeah. Like, Cass and I would try and play video games together every once in a while, and there's... It's very hard to do that. Yeah. So it was Rocket League or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're, I remember a couple times trying to play, like, Overwatch, and uh, one of our brothers would bring his PlayStation, and you have uh-huh. two televisions, like, back-to-back yeah that's how we had to play halo because it was it, it had to be that way yeah. it's the halo game. Yeah. but thankfully for this you'll you'll still have the split screen mode which will just bring back a whole new level of nostalgia for people and i wonder how many people are going to take their like bed sheet and make a 
make a little curtain so you mm-hmm. couldn't see. Because that's how I was able to. I was able to cheat. So lost, but how I was able to cheat because I was always player two, so I was always the bottom screen. So me looking up didn't look weird. But I. But my sister would never look down at my screen because she was cocky like that. And I would be in like the air duct, and I would get like the first two hits on her, and then she'd throw a grenade at me, and I'd die. <laughs> That does tie the cocky. Yeah. <laughs> what are sisters for? Ready for some golden gun action. It's okay. I could. I always beat her in Mario Kart, so like. One shot dead. I played you in gun. Mario Kart, and you kicked my ass. It was not fun. Yeah, but I kicked everybody's ass. <laughs> no, she kicked my ass. Oh, well. I'm really good at Mario Kart 64. <laughs> I, I kept beating everybody in Mario Kart when we had that party or whatever. That was Sorry, hilarious. Uh, so anyway, yeah, GoldenEye. Awesome. I'm yeah. that down because so, we have that on our switches <laughs> nintendo switch uh, oh no or nintendo can i can i make a request here we go to add to this expansion pass i, I just want two games that nobody else wants but i want them actually no one per, other person may want one of them mm-hmm. mischief makers of course and S- space station silicon valley you and austin Please. creed about mischief makers it's so fun Okay, I I will I will bring my Nintendo sixty four. That's okay. And my mischief makers, I will bring them here, and you can play it, and you can. You understand. and him will be the only two people outside Nintendo protesting for this game. I I get to protest, or at least with leading the charge. I'll give her that. You're saying I get to protest with Austin Creed? Let's go. Let's go. I think you would forget his celebrity very quick and just. It's for the cause. Anyway. <laughs> the game I've been screaming for apparently is now on Nintendo Switch, so I have to get a Switch at some point. Which one? Kid Icarus. <gasps> oh, yeah. oh, yeah! Kid Icarus. Like, original version. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. It's been on there for a minute. I know. I just found out recently <laughs> via complimenting somebody's cosplay on Reddit, and they are like, oh, yeah, you can play it on the Switch. And I was like... I keep going back to those games wondering, was I always this bad at it? I, I know <laughs> that I was not good at it, but I loved it. Do I just need that little rectangular controller again? Is that it? I mean, they do, like, I have I have considered buying that thing. They do have one for the Switch. Just the, 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 the I would 60- have to get the, the Max, the NES Max one that was kind of like, um, almost precedes the design of most controllers today with the kind of U-shape on it. I think that's what it was like. I have to look again. I don't know, but if you want the the classic nostalgia of playing it with the N64 controller, they do have one for the Switch. Mm. It's it's pricey. I've almost bought it like three times now. What? The, like the controller. Controller. It was a bad controller. Yeah. Okay, it was a bad controller, but I need you to understand I can't play Zelda correctly without it. I did not like that middle stick and that they were so close because that was where the thumbstick was in the middle. Yeah. I did not like that. I didn't like that either, but also, and I guess this is something that you could technically redesign. I never played on a on an N64 controller that was functional. <laughs> like, that that stick always broke almost immediately, so you had to hold it so oh, you hard. You got cheap ones. All mine were fine on that one. Oh, no, my, mine after a while wore out because we, we played, look, we played Zelda so much that we broke our controllers. I could believe it. It's Super Nintendo. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, literally my keyboard over there, the WSD keys work the least out of everything else on the keyboard. I think my A <laughs> key is actually worn down. You can't even see the A on there anymore because I strafe left all the time. <laughs> all right. But anyway, all you need is W. Anyone else have some fun gaming news? Gaming? Gaming. Uh, I, I can transition from gaming movie. Because this week, the second trailer for Dungeons and Dragons released. And the first one, I thought, okay, I like this. Chris Pine is a wonderful human being. I love me some Michelle Rodriguez. Uh, and Hugh Grant is in this. I can I can get down with this. But this trailer made me really want to watch this movie because this trailer made this seem like a D&D game. Yeah. Because every, there's usually one person that's really good at what they... There, there's one to two competent people at a table. And there's two others that may not be as much. And then and, there's that one. And then there's that one. Uh, you just see Chris Pine just failing all his dexterity rolls to escape, like in the first thirty seconds or so. I, I remember. 
Um, the, okay. What? Can, can, I, can I just tangent real quick? Yeah. Okay. You say two people that are competent. Yeah. <laughs> several people that are. Uh-huh. Who in our game are you counting? First off, I wasn't... You know, put it out there for anybody. But if the shoe fits and you and you enjoy walking around, then feel free to wear that some bitch out the store. But anyway. no, 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 and I I mean this in all with all the love in the world. She's the one. The one what? Like you were saying, and then there's always that one. Oh, I don't know. I think she asked always me that one in social encounters for sure. She so asked me everyone, to stab her. So, so before everyone starts like really just reading too much into this, <laughs> a hit dog will holler. I guess is what my granny said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm excited for this cast. Uh, yeah, no, Rosé Jean Page, uh, the Paladin. So, is going to be my favorite character. So yes. Hot. But Sophia Lillis, who's playing the uh, the tiefling uh, druid, mm-hmm. I'm hoping this is a breakout role for her. It won't be. You don't think so? No. Why? Because she was in It. Yeah, she was. she's already oh, had her breakout she role. Out. She's out. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I didn't include It. I don't like to remember a lot of things about It. But anyway... <laughs> I'm going to love her as a tiefling. Also, just, Justice Smith is kind of, he's just being Justice Smith, honestly. And you know what? That's fine. Michelle Rodriguez, I have been typecast once again as, as, as badass of the group. And I'm sorry. That shoe fits, Michelle. Put it on and strut it out as Watching far as I'm concerned. Chris Pine fail is one of my favorite things. I'm, like, at, like, out of character, like. Or in character, out of character. I love him. He seems like a great guy. He's oh, yeah. He's happy to support his fellow cast members, and I love that. But watching it like in Wonder Woman not be the strong one ever, or in all those situations, he's comedically a genius. Yeah. And he's so yeah. fun to watch. And everybody likes him. Um, but also Hugh Grant's line of, I don't want to see you die. So I'm going to leave. That, leave. Yeah, that. Perfect. Mm. But and also, that's something a cheeky dungeon master would say in character as a bad like, guy. Like, but also everything that we're seeing that's D and D related when they're fighting the displacer beast, they jump inside of a gelatinous cube. The mimic, when they're actually fighting off the big bad, like that one shot where they're all yeah. throwing their power. That shot was cool to me. That's oh dope. yeah, like I, this made me really want this movie now. I enjoyed that I could see where roles failed. Yeah, on the screen as in real time. <laughs> like I'm hoping that the writers at certain points were like, "What happens?" And just rolled a dice. <laughs> like, oh, Perhaps we're gonna go with that. The animate object, the yeah. with the statue. That was yeah, cool. that was cool. And we do have all the names: uh, Edgen the Bard, Holga the Barbarian, Simon the Sorcerer. Of that's just perfect. Uh, Zinc the Paladin, Forge Fitzwilliam the Rogue. And uh, Doric the Druid. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves arrives in theaters March 31st, 2023. And of course, if you want to know more of my thoughts on this, please go over to supercoolnerdshow.com. After the show. After the show, please. Yes. For some screenshots, the trailer, and just... I I just became more excited for it off of this trailer. The other trailer was okay. Yeah. But even the recycling, a whole lot of love, you know... I mean, it, it works, so I'm okay with it. That one suplex that Michelle Rodriguez does on the guard. I would like for that her is, to suplex me that like is, that. No, you don't want that one. You don't want that and one. just basically, we have like several, there are lots of types of women, but the step on me mommy. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've made no secret, I, I like me some strong women. Anyway, yeah. so yeah. Um, uh, March 31st, that's not too far away, so after... Mm-hmm. After our favorite uh, con, all con, we'll have to make a night of it. We might actually get the we might get the night off on that night and go see this movie. I'm okay with we that. Should. We <laughs> talked about doing it with the with the group, like me and Christian, coming to because yeah, D and D nerds go watch Dungeons and Dragons yeah. Honor Amongst the Among Thieves, not Amongst. So yeah, that's mine. I'm excited as hell. Uh, movie news? Anybody to transition? Anyone? Yeah, I have a, a TV thing. I have two TV things. Okay. I have uh, kind of one. 
Let's okay. go. Okay. Perfect. children to a literal child they have since pulled the nomination and apologized but like wow wow okay and here's my thing i actually enjoyed that movie did you what movie firestarter it's it was a stephen king book they actually made a movie about this previously uh in 1984 i think drew barrymore was the star of that one actually one of her first roles but I was excited to see a remake of it because the book is different from the first movie in 1984. I liked the new the new Firestarter. Maybe the book is too old for people out there. I enjoyed it on screen, and I don't think that actress was deserving of a Razzie. She's a child. She's playing a child. Okay. But also, like, regardless if she, regardless of the job she did, as, as far as anyone's concerned, she's 12. You, honestly, you shouldn't be putting a minor. In the Razzie Awards, do you want to mention, like, the Razzies have always been a very pretty good-natured thing. Yeah. Yeah. To established, very established actors, for the most part, who just things went wrong. Uh, We think Halle Berry showed up to accept hers. Yeah. Yeah. She she knew damn well what she was doing. The people that, that's who it's for, is for people, like, poking fun at, it's punching up. Thing. It's supposed yeah. to be a punching up thing, and, I, it, and it's hard to do that when you're twelve. And honestly, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know the movie had actually performed very badly in the theater. Um, it did not make the money back, but it's weird because I, I didn't hate it, so I don't know what happened. I don't think it got a lot of press. I don't think it got a lot of exposure. Yeah, but. Yeah, but back to the Razzies, an organization I normally am all the way with. Yeah, I uh, almost support the Razzies for the most part, but with the Oscars, we, which no did not get nominations. Mm, um, mm, but Brian mm, here, Armstrong, you are not amazing, even sound. you're beautiful, don't listen to the haters. Yeah. Nope should have gotten something okay, for sound. It's okay yeah. to try something, even if it doesn't go well especially when you're a child but all the time like yeah. i loved alan minkin for doing galavan a show that got canceled after two seasons because it was so different for him he just tried something new and yeah. should be encouraging that and we've talked about the damage that this can do to some young actors i mean um um jake from the first uh star wars film or the, the phantom menace mm-hmm. yeah I don't was treated yeah. very unfairly that was Haley joel osmond right no, no, no. Just kidding. no, he he got bullied yeah. out of acting. So I would like for this not to repeat some of those things that happened before. But like I said, I, I honestly didn't realize Firestarter was up for a Razzie. It's kind of like it, it got I see it didn't make the money. It only made like nine million on a budget of 15. So it has to be like it's not going to make a sequel. Almost always outperforms its budget by a whole, whole lot. So that's weird. I will admit I did enjoy the first, the original over this one though. It was just more it's, suspenseful. I think it's also just I didn't hear anything about it until no. it was out yeah. of theater, yeah. and a lot of companies are like, "Well, we're not super proud of it, so we just won't advertise it and say that it just did bad." And literally, mine was like, I was looking through like my AMC, like I want to see, oh, Firestarter, I wanted to see that. And it was like one screen and only like three showings that day, but I still went and saw it. So yeah, yeah, don't do this to children. Back to the point. Don't bully children. Yeah, I mean, bully your own children. I bully mine all the time. <laughs> what? So, I mean, he he do. Don't, don't give that advice, Jason. It's to make them tougher. <laughs> <laughs> all right, 
No, they bullied me. I'm just kidding. It's, it's true. Yeah, sad situation. I'm glad they corrected course, but I think the damage is done. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Bring it, bring it down. Well, you're up, Kat. <laughs> so an actor died and they replaced his role it just seemed like the best segue <laughs> sure no so, I had to you gave me such a down note to try to like, might as well just slow <laughs> let's just slowly pull this duct tape bandaid off go right ahead so I have never ever seen the show ironically called Call Me Cat. It's ironic that I haven't checked it out. But anyway, I might have to because I have a cat. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I might have to check it out after they announced that uh, one of my favorite people from 30 Rec, Jeff McBrayer, is coming on to join the cast of Call Me Cat. Uh, the only thing I know is that he's playing a bumpkin who is an idiot in his debut on the show. Apparently, he says uh, that this is the second black person he's met upon meeting one of the characters. Like, just dumb. And no social awareness. And that's that's where Jack McGrayer kind of shines. (laughs) So I might have to watch it. Yes. Don't to tell us how it is. Yeah, it might be real bad. It's uh it's what's her face? Uh my I don't know how to pronounce the last Mayim Bialik. Oh, Mayim Bialik. Yeah. Blossom. Yeah, apparently she's a crazy person in real life, but she can act pretty well. So. She crazy in real life? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh. That's all right. Jennifer Oil was always my favorite in Blossom. Sure. That girl was hot. Anyway, Anyway, I have so. never seen it, but yeah, call me cat. I'm old. <laughs> That's all I've got. All right, we'll circle it back down to Cora. All right, well, I have something that is a little bit more upbeat. Thank God. <laughs> I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna skip the story I have. That's not. It's it. also a downer. It's also a downer, so that we can bring this up. So, um, I don't know how many of our viewers have seen Fist of the North Star. Oh. But like, I understand if some of our younger viewers haven't. It is. 30 years out of print or 30 years since it ended it's still in print because it is that popular and it is the reason we have things like jojo's bizarre adventure so if you haven't seen it or read it i would encourage you it's very fun but nhk world is going to be running a documentary about fist of the north star it's going to be titled another story how fist of the north star came to be Our official little synopsis is Fist of the North Star is the gold standard for action manga and remains popular over 30 years since it ended. This is the dramatic story of how three men came together to create a masterpiece. And I I honestly don't know who the third person is in all of this. I could not find a third person. I might just be dumb, to be fair. But I have the writer as... um, Baronson, Baronson, yep, Baronson, and the artist is Tetsuo Hara. I don't know who the third person is, but it's gotta be a producer. Yeah, right? some something like that. But they weren't credited on the IM or on the Wikipedia page. There was also a lot to try and sift through, so I'm not a hundred percent. But I that is what the documentary is for. If you are curious to watch it and you don't live in Japan, you can watch it on NHK World's website. They do have an English website. Just Google search, because I had a hard time navigating the website to find it. Um, NHK World Fist of the North Star, and a link will pop up with, or that goes straight to their website. You can click on it. It will be streaming several times. The first stream will be at 11, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. Oh. And then on Saturday, you have three more chances to see it. It will be streaming at 6.10 a.m., 11.10 a.m., and 6.10 p.m on that um on the website i'm definitely interested in that. that was one of my favorite animes yeah like i love when he went to fight like his shirt and he had a shirt and like an outer shirt they didn't just like rip they disintegrated <laughs> when he like flexed and then amazing <laughs> killed somebody <laughs> with some crazy attack 
that was one of my favorite animes. Also, like I found uh, an imported figure, Ooh. like in this in this like secondhand store, and it was like literally like a dollar. You got that, did but you? it was like in perfect condition. I was like, this is a Fist of the North Star character. It wasn't that great. Could have been bootleg, but still, dollar. Not something you found in Toys R Us's or whatever. So I was yeah. always a fan of that show. Um, I think the animation kind of nah. It, 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 it holds up if you like really old cell animation. Okay. I think like if you if you like a more classic style, it definitely holds up for you. And it is cell animation, which yeah, ooh. you can only do so much. But especially back then, the original anime ran for two seasons from 1984 to 1988, with 152 episodes. And the original manga ran from 1983 to 1988. So, yes, if you are interested in Fist of the North Star, if you've ever been curious about it, like if you've heard about it and just haven't seen it yet, Tune in to this beautiful live stream documentary talking about one of the most influential manga in Japan. I mean, pretty much everything's getting remade these days. It might be time for a comeback for Fist of the North Star. I'm on the fence how I feel about that, but that's only because I get, if the show was fine to begin with, why remake it? Like when they remade Full Metal Alchemist, that made sense. And the, and the, the first anime was really fun but they derailed so hard that it made no sense. So they re- they did Brotherhood and it made sense again. I like that her derailment had to go all the way back and hit the wall yeah, to exactly. simulate the train. Because <laughs> yeah. they caught up to the manga and they're like, well, now what? And so they just made up stuff. <clears throat> but like, I would not be like, if they announced it, I would watch it. Make no mistake. I would be excited still. Speaking of remakes, have you, have you uh, checked out Trigon? No. I watched a, I watched one clip and got motion sick. I can't watch it. <gasps> motion sickness? The motion was too much for me. Okay. There, there was too much fast paced motion that made me dizzy. Take your Dramamine and watch the show. Is it Dramamine? Yeah, it's Dramamine is for okay. motion sickness. Okay. It, it was not kind for me. Okay. So that, that kind of sucks because I don't that... even have normal problems with that. So I did watch the dub where Johnny comes back, and so it's good yeah. to hear that. Yeah. yeah. So Fist of the North Star. Woo! <laughs> he was totally Bruce Lee. Anyway. Oh, absolutely. They've, they, that's never been shied away exactly. from. <laughs> All right. I can deliver some other good news. Am I? Am I? Yeah. All right. Well, it was recently announced. Uh, well, recently coming back to Amazon was The Legend of Vox Machina Season 2. Three episodes in... It's a great show, and uh, it was recently announced they are getting a season three. Awesome. But on the heels of that came the announcement of The Mighty Nine, the second campaign of Critical Role, will be seeing an animated show on Amazon, and I instantly became fearful of, are we going to tell the complete story of Vox Machina before we move on to The Mighty Nine, or can we have our cake and eat it too? Which I want to Critical Role animated shows on Amazon. Is it too much? Probably. I don't care. Give it to me now. So, uh, if you have, not, if you're not familiar with uh, Critical Role's second campaign, I believe they went over 150 episodes on that. Um, 141. One four, oh, I'm so, 141. Thank I mean, you very much. Clearly, you do. Um, <laughs> yes, um, all of your favorite voice actors. Uh, uh, Travis, Marisha, they all come back and they play, of course, new characters. They're D&D nerds. What do you want? This is a new campaign. But they're the Mighty Nine, uh, as much as I've gotten into Critical Role, um, they seem like more of a uh, raggedy bunch than Vox Machina was. Yeah, Vox Machina, if you haven't, I guess I'm the resident Critical Role expert for right the case of this. Vox Machina, when they started actually streaming the campaign, they were already pretty established, mm-hmm. relatively powerful, and a lot of the things that happened before that we didn't see because it was a home game that they transitioned. Uh, so campaign two starts, they're level one, head empty, no thoughts, chaotic. <laughs> Meeting up in a tavern right at the beginning. Is my favorite by a lot. Of the campaigns I've seen of theirs. Uh, yeah. 
um, nut balls. Get ready for the the sheer chaos of Laura Bailey during this. Uh, That's a big part of it. Laura I mean, Bailey playing chaotic is just the perfect. Especially anybody that's going to be familiar with her playing Vex in Legend of Vox Machina. Very precise, very orderly. Things happen. Um, is totally in the like she was going in one direction and then just turned around and went in the other one with uh, Jester and probably going to be everyone's favorite character. I think it's really hard not to have Jester as at least among your top characters for that campaign. But yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Um, there should be some really cool guest stars, one would hope, uh, including uh, Kari Payton was maybe one mm-hmm. of my favorites. And we've already seen in campaign one that they're using people who originally played those characters to do those voices. So that's pretty cool. Uh, who am I missing? Who now, granted, we're not... Uh, as far as guest stars, Kari Payton, Ashley Birch. Ashley Deborah Birch. Wall. Ashley Birch. Ooh. Ashley, I mean... I've... Yeah. Um, she had a real rough spot to fill. Yeah. But, like, oh, it's so good. Well, one thing I'm curious, like, how are they going to do this? Are we going to end out Box Machina in three seasons? No? Good. I now, granted, don't know. They've Am- skipped a lot. Yeah. Um, Amazon um, officially has locked in a multi-year exclusive TV deal with them and a first look film deal. So hmm. hopefully they uh, go ahead and take that. The show is super popular. I, w- I don't see why they wouldn't. Like, let's get more eyeballs on this. Yes, please. Even Thank they you. Don't end with season three. I, I'm vaguely aware of the first campaign's timeline. Obviously, Kat knows more about it than me. Uh, but like, they could end with three seasons, but they don't have to. Mighty Nine, I think, has to be longer than that because they start from level one, and there's so many important parts. I will say the teaser gave me a lot of hope because it includes one of my favorite moments from campaign. Uh, which is uh, Sam Weasel's bloodline. Oh, yeah. Oh, my boy. That one. Oh, God. I did watch a couple of the campaign um, for season, or for their second campaign, and I stopped because I was like, I need to watch the first campaign. And I'm up to 37 on that one now. So um, I'm excited for it. Uh, Cora and I were talking in the car, and I, honestly, I'm professionally jealous, <laughs> but also very happy that they have this level of success that they have reached. It's, it shows you what just keeping plugging at it and putting out a quality product will do. And it also gives me hope for other D and D projects that they found this level of success. You could very easily make a mini series out of a lot of dimension 20 stuff. Uh, even, uh, and this is a little, you know, pie in the sky, but I would love to see an adventure zone. I don't think that's that unrealistic. They already have like comic books. Yeah, they, they're always kind of beautifully true. illustrated. Yeah, yeah Carrie Peaches. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'd love to see Dimension Zone. I'd love to see Adventure 20. Thank God. I'd love to see Dimension 20 does Adventure Zone. <laughs> <laughs> tiny Heist. <laughs> Supported a lot of people over to watch his show by doing that too. It's amazing too. Yeah. And if you're you're looking for any properties cheap, I'm pretty sure Cora could sell our first campaign. I would love to do that and rework it so that it works better. Please hire me. (laughs) I'll I'll do voice acting for pretty cheap because I hear the work comes cheap anyway. I was just thinking like. I was thinking I got into Irish, but I started in Romanian, and it did not work. (laughs) Well, if Critical Role can rewrite their entire campaign, so can we. Exactly. And actually, uh, I was going to tell this to Jason, but he he got so deep into making Cassidy, I didn't want to stop him. Um, Remember the campaign I ran for uh, Extra Life? Mm Mm-hmm. 
that was supposed to be the first part of that campaign. Oh, geez. And so it's the second part was you were supposed to use the same character, but you got so deep in cast. I'm like, I can't do that to him. <laughs> I was supposed to go back to using. Uh... Like it was since um it was gonna be like a tie-in so that we could have an actual game that I wasn't crying making. Oh no no like. It turned out better okay. that it wasn't. I need I need that to be made very clear. Okay, cool, cool. It was just something funny. All right. That was the length of a DM. Am I right? Like, yeah. Also, it turned out better than what I had planned. It was more work and it was hard, but it went better. Yeah. And uh, no uh, release date for Mighty Nine. Of course, we don't have anything yeah, net. We we literally got a, a a moving logo. That's about it. So. <laughs> Uh, probably after they do all the stuff for Vox Mach in the season three, which is in production right now. So, anyway, that's it from me. It was, uh, yeah, you go. Cass. Cass. Okay. Nice. <laughs> transition. I know, I'm trying my best here. Uh, I would like to describe a product to you. Oh, no. And I... then I will show you what it looks like. Uh, so, That's the most technological ball gag I've ever seen. Yeah. It's absolutely okay. terrifying, and I'm so happy. But uh, there's one more picture that I have to show you. Why does it look like this? Because this was made for uh, specifically for VR. So really, you would wear it with a VR headset. Oh, no. Making it look like this. Okay. Somebody call H.R. Geiger. Because I, I'm getting techno horror off of this. Okay, okay, okay. So she put those she put those pictures in our in our group chat, you know, for the show. No context. We never include context. We might have to start now because I saw these and I legit thought it was a sex thing. I legit, <laughs> I, I, I legitimately thought it was. You know what it reminds me. Of? I was gonna go there, but okay. You know, in Arrested Development. Where Michael Sarah goes to do the experiments with the kissing and they bring in this yes, fake, terrifying mouth. mouth. That's what it reminds me of. It just looks so invasive. For some reason, upsetting. I got the image of like the nurses in Silent Hill. <laughs> where their mouths and eyes are covered. And if I saw someone coming at me with this rig on, yeah, I'm going to assume they're here. They're, they are a Cenobite and they are here to kill me. No. <laughs> okay, so for one, I know I don't know anyone that goes to a public place and uses a VR headset unless they mean like the living room. Two, I am. If I had these things, I would not wear this in the living room. I oh. don't need. Also, I'm gonna say you're that. the only person that is going to use this. Like if you. Yeah. Nobody else's mouth is getting close to anything <laughs> that I have to put on my face. I saw this, uh, and I had I googled it like three or four times to make sure that this was a real product. In <laughs> Do we have a price tag on this? No, uh, it's, it's coming to the U.S., uh, but you know I couldn't find one. Please don't say coming. <laughs> I'm just Whatever the price is, I ain't paying it. It is, I'm not paying this much to to look this stupid. <laughs> I can do that on my own. Thank you. The guy you. from the picture going home and being like, "Well, mom, you said I wasn't hot enough to get a modeling job, but here I am. I can see none of his Here's my headshot. We don't care. 
and we, we just Put have this on your face. and <laughs> the the moment I'm picturing is oh Zoolander when he goes back home and his commercials on the TV and everyone is just horrified. <laughs> this thing is making me lightheaded looking at it. Jesus, man, I, I can't. I am going to see that image in my nightmares. Something coming toward <laughs> Oh God, I just horrified myself. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh. You're, you're up, <laughs> Why? Save us from this horrible nightmare. Okay, so I have a bunch of kind of like nonsense stories, but I found out just before the show started that a uh, a show I liked from like a decade ago is getting a new season. There, I feel like horror right now. This thing that's been <laughs> off air for. Party Down was a not crazy popular show with uh, Jane Lynch and Adam Scott and Jennifer Garner and a bunch of other people about just like a 30-year-old kind of down-on-his-luck caterer guy. Adam Scott used to be an actor, I think, was pretty famous at one point, but now it's just like nobody... I think was the storyline. It's just a stupid show about a caterer doing terribly at catering. One of those workplace things. Anyway, apparently they're making it more episodes now. It ran for two seasons. Paul Rudd was on this thing? A lot Amazing. of came and went. Um, I remember Kristen Bell guest starred. There were a lot well, She was dating. Stars. What's his face? That. No. Adam Scott was on. Okay. Adam Scott is the main character. Uh, I have never heard of this show. Lizzie Kaplan oh, yeah. was his kind of love interest. Uh, but yeah. Megan Mullally? Jennifer yeah. Coolidge? Really? Yeah. J.K. Simmons was in this thing? Yeah. <gasps> Joey Lauren Adams. Love Jason's going to go back and watch every episode. I'm now. about to go watch it just for Joey Lauren Adams, okay? Bring it on. Kristen Bell is hilarious as like the uh, rival catering company that had their stuff together versus this catering company that just couldn't do anything right. There's so it only ran for one season? Two, I thought. I thought, it w- I don't know. It was not. Okay, maybe two. A ton of episodes. Yeah, two seasons. Sorry, 20 episodes. Oh, wow. You, you could watch this over lunch. Yeah. Yeah, should be fun. And Coming then- back. This was a weird one to bring back. I don't understand. It really is. I'm not upset about it though. Like I didn't watch this show, but I'm I'm happy that it's here because it looks fun. I've met almost nobody, just kind of by coincidence out in the world, who's watched this show. So I don't know how it's getting a revival, but here we are. Here we are. Yeah, it's supposed to come out. I think in the like next month. They're getting back Adam Scott, Jane Lynch, Kent, Martin Starr, Ken Marino, Megan Mullet, Lizzie Kaplan cannot return. Aww. Oh. 20 episodes. All right. I might have to check this out and put it on my list. <laughs> I think it's on Zoom. Also, also it's a no opportunity Yeah. Yes. Finally. <laughs> after eight years. After, some, after canceling this show for no reason whatsoever. I'm surprised you haven't seen the YouTube shorts. You need to go watch one or two. They're like five minutes long. <laughs> and Plantasm is actually coming to HBO Max and uh, Cartoon Network next month. Already bootlegged it. And they're, they're, okay, look, I'll admit I bootlegged it, but there are inside jokes to that, to that, in that uh, movie where they make fun of how much it actually costs. The Moon Knights are like, we have ruined your $4. And the other one's like, no, dude, it's like 15 15 for this? <laughs> I love the Moon Knights, too. So, and pay the guy that plays Frylock's voice because he needs more money. Yeah. Anyway, this is a weird one that you brought, Kat. I'm just like the season three. Yeah, like, I look at this gap. About it, like, Thirteen years. Five minutes. Last episode, June twenty fifth, twenty ten, February twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. Yeah. Wow. Thirteen years. Wow. A six episode run. Okay. Cool. What's it gonna be on, by the way? No idea. Um, I don't see what it's going to. I think stars. 
Yeah, stars. <laughs> so, bootlegs. I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> The stars. Anyway. Uh, oh, um, wait. No. Core. Yep. I'm, I'm about to bring it back down. <laughs> oh, Yay! Alright, show, oh, yeah. show of hands. Show of hands. Here they are. Thank you. How many people here watched or heard about Squid Game and thought it was a good idea to make it a, into a reality show? No. Like... Like a real reality show, like a Squid? real, real. Let's play this. Let's play Squid Game. Oh, absolutely not. That's about yeah, a, the one where you know if you do red light, green light wrong, wrong you get shot. You it, die, you die the whole you die real bad. Kids, kids games, but now you can die if you play yeah. them wrong. It's yeah. about as smart as that new slapping show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, go on. Um, so they're filming for that. By the way, it's a real thing happening through Netflix. Um, Netflix saw dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, and so we're getting that now. Um, they're battling for 3.7 million euros, which translates to 4,029,670 US dollars. Who do I have to kill? Um, I don't think you want to do this. So it's got, it's going to have 456 players from all over the world. They're already there. Um, they've already reached problems. <laughs> so they've been, they've already started their filming and they started with the red light, green light game. Cause that's where you, you know, you eliminate, like they've already eliminated over half their contestants with that game alone, which yeah, that makes sense. But not all of them because they failed the game. Some of them had to tap out because it's too cold. So Europe is going through a cold snap right now. That's not normal. It do be winter, too. It do be winter. Um, they're doing the game in an air hangar, and it's below freezing. Several people have, like, this is, I will at least admit this, this is alleged. We don't have full information on this yet. This just happened this week. But um, some people that were eliminated stated that several people had been, had to call for medics, and they had to be rushed off of the set. They had... There were there were thirty minute breaks in between filming, so we don't even know how long they had to be standing there. It it doesn't sound good from the players that have come out of this. Netflix says that the health of their contestants is there at their like highest priority, and all these mm -hmm. stories about un, un, about injured people are untrue. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here going, you can't look me in the eye. Running an IRL squid game and tell me that your players are okay and <laughs> not hurt. I, anytime the contestants are saying they're hurt and the corporation says they're not, I always believe the people, even if that information came from a tabloid, over the corporation until I have proof otherwise. Because what we don't even know who the person is that said this. What do they gain from this if they're not even telling us their name? I lost and got messed up. Yeah. I don't even have, I don't really have a number. No source gave me a number. Some of the, the sources that are siding on Netflix are saying like, it's only been one or two people. The, the sources siding with the sun, which is a tabloid in England are saying that it's more than that. So I, we don't know how many, but I mean, that does sound correct if you're standing in the freezing cold, possibly in those jumpsuits. Yeah, oh, I'd be calling for a medic, too, because it's below freezing. Yeah, I've received uh, cold weather training in the military. It's exposure that's going to murder you. Yeah. And if it's filming, they're out there for a long time filming. Exactly. And this this makes sense. One of the one of the sources I saw for this was trying to justify why they didn't move filming because it's of what because of whatever and it's like i'm sitting here going i don't care what your reasoning is maybe you should put a a heater of some kind in this air in this air carrier or something let them wear jackets let them wear actual clothes and not play red light green light while they're also trying to not get hypothermia that's just this me is just just me is like don't make squid games just don't no. make it yeah. but if you're going to make it then you have to go out of your way to make sure every single person is so well taken care of because the worst thing that could happen to you 
is if people find out that people got hurt making IRL Squid Game. Yeah, because if there's one thing that, even if you didn't watch the show that you know, people die in Squid Game? So maybe... Spoilers. It's kind of a lie. I don't don't feel like that's too much of a spoiler since the commercial (laughs) had people dying in it. It's not a spoiler you wouldn't get from like the first 20 seconds of the trailer. Yeah. If you don't want your your game show to be compared to the to the show Squid Game in a derogatory way, make sure your contestants don't get hurt due to your negligence. It is very possible that in a in a game show where you have to be physical, someone's going to get hurt. That's always a possibility. It happened on Double Dare back in the 90s. Like it it happens. But getting hypothermia is a, is a, on you at that point, it's Netflix. Preventable. Mm-hmm. It's preventable. Entirely preventable. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand why we why why Squid Game. Yeah, no. They, they again, like the show was horrible enough. Seriously, you gonna they, make they, me, they I, saw dollar signs and f- over all, almost five. Although there's people. a lot of money. I, I, yeah, the, like would I have auditioned to go on the IRL Squid Game because there were four million dollars on the line? I'd be a fool not to, really. I would do it, knowing full well what I've done. But the minute they're like, we're going to play Red Light, Green Light in the freezing cold, and all you get is this tracksuit, I'm just going to be like, done, I'm out, I'm done. Just leave. On the bright side, hypothermia should slow you down quite a bit. It'd be harder to lose. Hey, I am the dork of this show. <laughs> yeah, you are! No, that's not even, no, that, that's not Dorothy. That That's the mom. Can we burn through these last three? Because we are yes, 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 time. Yes, yes, so yes, yes. I've got a pretty cool video that I loaded into the um, uh, into the machine uh, before we started. But how many of you have seen Terminator 2? With the liquid metal Terminator that can like go through things and transform and make his arms into weapons and everything. It is now a reality. Uh, a uh, Chinese um, lab has made a new robot that is controlled through gallium and neodymium magnets to reform, well, melt its shape down and reform. They had to pick a metal that had a, uh, uh, mercury was too high of a uh, temperature. Also, it's mercury. It's will kill you. Uh, gallium was the uh, obvious choice. But they have this little Lego man of gallium that is able to get through the bars and reform itself. Now, of course, the comical part of Jason goes, holy crap, why are you making a Terminator out of liquid metal? Are you fools? Did you see what Boston Dynamic is doing up there? You're trying to kill us all. There, that's the funny part of Jason. Now, the um, the actual sensible part of Jason, this is actually revolutionary. With a metal with a higher uh, melt point, we can use this as internal surgery for people, clearing up arteries, uh, repairing damage. This is revolutionary and i'm just trying to imagine the the aspects of microsurgery and anything that's very evasive instantly being done with done away with with this type of technology um it's amazing i'm 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 floored by this honestly it's also cool they made a little lego man you know normally lego would be coming after y'all but they're like yeah y'all did something good we'll, we'll let you slide that probably doesn't say lego on it it's a Lego man. It's clearly a Lego no, man when you look at is, it. But... Uh, uh, um, the um, the team is led by Dr. Cheng Feng Pan of the Chinese University of Hong Kong. Um, he is quoted by saying, "Giving robots the ability to switch between liquid and solid states endows them with more functionality, and that is an understatement. They, this has so many medical applications, just science applications. I am fascinated by it. It does." play out a little like a horror video but like it is dope so yeah um look for that oh also oh wait i'm sorry the little robots can jump 21 millimeters and climb walls when solid but subdivide to get around objects before rejoining when liquid this is so freaking cool it's very cool but i can't stop myself from thinking this is exactly how a horror movie starts but also, there was a um, a character um, in Wildcats comics named Warblade, is an image comic back in the day, and he had liquid metal that he could form into different weapons on his hands, which instantly, of course, that's what my mind went to. Jason would be able to like make big claws and knives with his hands. And there's the difference in our in our personages. Is, yes, I I, 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 I choose violence. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we all. Where did your brain go, Cass? 
<laughs> That's I a mean, good question. <laughs> so, in the first X Men, <laughs> he was more. He was good. He turns into water, but he does. He goes through bars and so I love that all three of us had, or all four of us had different. And if everyone's worried, just keep some liquid nitrogen around. You'll be fine. Anyway. Uh, Never heard anyone say it before. <laughs> yeah, it's a new one. Cask, continue to burn it down. We're... Unless so you don't feel... Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Hmm, that's it? Okay. Oh, got, got one more? Not really. The M&Ms have a new mascot. They're retiring their characters. Okay. And I just could not care less, really. I I don't think what everyone thinks is happening is happening. I think Eminem is just Eminem is setting up for a huge troll. That would be dope. And I'm so here for it. There's no way. There's no way. No one gives in to Tucker. Fuck Tucker Carlson. You heard me. <laughs> Dork. <laughs> He's like, I'm not turned. And the real problem is, I'm no longer turned on by these Eminem. And the funny you part is, sexy. the You're funny like, part is, there's there's a lot of people that are seeing this as like a victory. Everyone, right, right. This is no. The, you you are being tricked. You are being hosed. But I'm gonna watch it happen to you. I want I want it to be an Eminem that is just the trans pride flag. <laughs> you don't announce Maya Rudolph is taking the. As soon as they announce Maya that Rudolph, is this is a joke. This is a joke, and all the y'all that think you've won, all of a sudden, you've lost. They're not getting rid of the, the candy mascots. It's not happening. It's going to be a Super Bowl. Getting rid of. It's a Super Bowl commercial. Watch. They're trolling y'all. And I can't wait. I, I, I hope that you're right. If that's the case, that would be, be this, pretty funny. I think Maya Rudolph is a very serious person. <laughs> yeah. We've all seen... We've all seen her transcendent role as a very serious hormone monster. I'm here for it. So. And we've Big all pal. seen her take improv very seriously in Murderville. Oh, like, so a good. Yeah. So, so let's wait and see. I am, I am of the camp. This is a huge troll, and I'm. You've got my Mars, Mars Incorporated. You have my attention. <laughs> I am waiting at the edge of my seat. For, I really hope they get a Tucker Carlson impersonator to be an Eminem that's like a cranky, cranky ass bitch. Like, I always love that. Yeah. Dory. Anyway. And just like a, the befuddled look of a, what, 18th century farmer People mad at, about Bitcoin. <laughs> like, People mad about candy. Come on, man. It's a cartoon candy. Oh, anyway. Okay. So we have reached the end of our show. Uh, we have some other prep coming up. We are um, hopefully going to be at AllCon this year. Hopefully. Hopefully providing some content. Definitely a live D&D game. Uh, maybe how you can get into the stuff that we do here. How to podcast, maybe. I'm wanting to do a toy. We want to teach that. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> other yeah, we, people, other you, people. You will be in charge. You're going to be in charge, Cass, of everything camera related. All of it. Are you I'm so good Anyway, <laughs> it should be fun. Holocon's always one of our favorite shows, so yeah, that's going to be happening. I'm actually going to be coming back from camping like the day of the, the first day of Holocon. You're going to shower first, though, right? No, I'm going to smell like the woods, like a like a, yeah, like oak and pine and must. <laughs> No, no, I'm. No, I will. I will be needing to. I, you know, I clean out there anyway. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, go check out our latest D and D campaign. You can watch it on the YouTube channel or on scnslive.com or Super Cool Nerds. Yes, intense. it was a. It's. Uh, and we're not going to be at it in two weeks. Anyway, I may or may not have made a backup character because I'm scared of death. <laughs> It's like that looking, makes me look, so happy. <laughs> looking into new characters I can play after the inevitable death. I'm glad you guys realize the next episode will be a banger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll see what happens. But it won't Get be for. It, it, won't be, <laughs> <laughs> it won't be for three weeks. Uh, our DM is leaving us for a little bit. But hopefully, hopefully she comes back. Yeah. Well, might be Pathfinder. Or maybe Pathfinder. We're going to. We want to try to. We want to try and venture off into doing other kinds of games as well whenever we have to take, whenever we can't have our normal game. Something fun. We haven't decided. 
if we're doing Pathfinder or D and D, but I like the idea of Pathfinder being. You probably have to decide pretty quick. Pathfinder is really fun. I, I really like it. <laughs> so of course, check out that adventure on, and of course, check out the website SuperCoolNerdShow.com for the stories written and uh, happenings. Uh, of course, if you want to follow us at SCNS Live on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. But if you want to follow us personally, you can follow me at Jason the X on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at Better Cat on Instagram and Twitter, probably technically. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Corodono Art for all things art and Sweet and related. I'm still waiting, Konami. Yeah. Nobody likes the Oscars. No. Nope. 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 So that's where you can find all of us. Well, that's it for us, guys. We will see you next week. And as we always say around here, keep Keep on on nerding. nerding.